So today we are finishing up our summer series that is called At The Movies. And what we've been doing is we've been pulling biblical truths out of uh, stories, modern stories and movies. And the truth is, is that Jesus was a storyteller. And in fact, it actually says that Jesus didn't teach them without using a story or, or a parable. Paul, he did this, Paul actually quoted secular poets and philosophers and, in order to make biblical truths. And this is why we're doing this series at the movies and why we're using movies to actually help teach you how to become a strong follower of Jesus as well as build strong families. And so today, the movie that we're gonna be pulling biblical truth from today is our very own imposter pastor. Yeah. And so uh, take a look at this. Hans. I am Hans. Oh, he's Hans too. No, he is Hans. I am Hans. Hans, that's what I said. Enough with the yibber yabber. You made a deal with the Swedish mob? How much do you owe them? Only 17,000. What? Just gotta put some distance between us. <laughs> duh, duh. Lay low here tonight. Oh, it's a church, baby. No. Probably have coffee. Don't go talking to anyone. You can't trust any of these hypocrites. You must be Pastor Hopkins. What is going on? This guy thinks I'm a visiting pastor. Pastor Hopkins has graduated from an elite Bible university. Forgive me, Pastor. I have forgotten the name of it. The Divine Ebenezer School of Seminary, where they catch the Holy Ghost. <laughs> can't go wrong with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Just gonna pretend to be a pastor and make it rich? All we see is secrets and strife and gossip. That is to say hypocrisy. Who would serve a God whose followers are so messed up? We would like to invite you to be our interim pastor. <laughs> This is your dumbest scheme. Yet. If we can get our hands on some of the offer money, we're well on our way paying off the Hanses. Oh, let me introduce you to our new pastor's wife. Why don't you pray with her? God, great, holy, ancient one. You don't do this too often, do you? I imagine this place needs a little shaking up. We want our money. Because it sure would be a shame for that beautiful lady to lose something very to you're not going to get out of it this time, pastor. Fire in the wind and the rains come down. Save the whole world by the seas. Oh, oh I am so sorry. <laughs> I like to drop beats in my free time. Uh, so, Imposter Pastor was a project that we did last year, and the whole theme of this movie is what we're going to be talking about today, and that is trust. Trusting God, but also trusting others. Do you mind uh, having somebody check on the temperature? All right. Now, trusting other people is not always natural. 
It's not always easy. And to be honest, if we're smart, we've got to be careful in giving other people our trust. In fact, even Jesus did not trust everybody. Uh, in John 2, it says, but Jesus would not entrust himself to them. He's talking about the people that were around him, for he knew all people. And he did not need any testimony about man because he knew what was in each person. One translation says he knew what was in the heart of humans or of man. And I think it's important that we listen to what it says here about Jesus. So when I'm talking about trusting people, I wanna make sure you understand that I'm not talking about just openly trusting everybody because are there some people you should not trust? Yeah, and, and also there are levels of trust. There are certain people that you should trust on a certain level, on a, on a surface level, and then there's people that you should trust on a deeper level. And the reason why Jesus knew who he could trust and who he didn't is because he knew what was in the heart of the people. Now, imposter pastor is about a con man, Andrew and his wife, Denise, and Andrew's got a problem. And that is that he didn't trust anybody. Take a look at this. Have a change of heart, scumbag. Scumbag. That really hurts. Oh, Hans, uh, we were just on our way to see you. I expect you were. We have your money right here. And it's over. Is it all there, Hans? Oh, oh, he's Hans too. No. He is Hans. I am Hans. Hans, that's what I said. No, you said Hans. He is Hans. I am Hans. Who is this Hans? Enough with the yabber yabber. Uh, gentlemen, while we're all here, I have a new opportunity I would like to discuss with you. Andy, can I give you some advice? I don't take advice. Don't be so cocky. We all must trust somebody, sometimes. Hmm? Out of the game, but you still can. Come on. Andrew! After them! Go! I'm so sorry, brother. That was so mean of me. <laughs> so, we all must trust someone sometimes. But here's the problem, though. Sometimes it's very difficult to tell the difference between it being smart about who you trust and actually being overly self-protective out of our past hurt or even out of fear, okay? So then here's a question. Have you ever thought, look, I just don't trust people. Now, certainly there are some people that you should not trust, but if we have this just general thought and mindset, look, I just don't trust people. People are always gonna let us down. People are always gonna mess, mess up with, you know, with me and I don't want anybody close. I just do not trust people. Now, certainly there are valid reasons why we sometimes have those feelings. 
However, if that is you, you may have trust issues. And so look, we all have trust issues to one degree or another. And, but here's the thing is, we've gotta be aware of how trust issues negatively affect ourselves as well as those that are around us. So what I wanna talk about is trust issues, how to determine if you have them, if I have them, what are the consequences of those trust issues as well as how do we safely overcome trust issues that we might have? So here's a quick quiz for you, just so we can try to find out how, if we have trust issues, okay? Number one, do you often question people's intentions? Somebody wants to do something good or nice for you and it, whoa, what do they got, what do you want? What do you got up your sleeve? Do you frequently assume the worst about people? When people make a mistake, do you immediately jump to the worst intentions that they could have? Do you assume that others, everybody's gonna let me down? Do you distance yourself from others just to avoid disappointment? And then number five, do you have a hard time asking for help? So if you, had, if you said yes to one or more of these, we may have some trust issues. All right, now look, I understand why it may be difficult to trust people. In fact, in researching for this message, I found out that a lack of trust so many times is caused by past experiences, okay? A lot of the reasons that we have a hard time trusting people, uh, first of all, is early childhood experiences. Trust starts from the earliest days of life. What we discover is as infants, we, de we determine if we can rely on the people around us, mostly our parents. The first three years of a child's life is where 90% of their outlook on life is actually developed before they're three. You think they can barely understand you or they're not really listening or noticing? Mm -mm. It's actually developing their outlook and perspective in life. Psychologists believe it, play, it plays a pivotal role in the course of our future relationships and potentially creates trust issues. So if you grew up with you know, trustworthy family members, parents, friends, then you're more likely to trust people in adulthood than people that did not have healthy relationships as children. Or maybe you were bullied or rejected when you're younger or even now. Both of those are connected to trust issues all right, when people around us repeatedly hurt us, it becomes harder to trust people. Another reason is negative relationships, okay? Maybe you've had an unhealthy romantic relationship. That can make it very tough to trust people in the future. For example, you may have had an emotionally abusive spouse uh, or, or, uh, or friend. That makes it harder to trust people in the future. Okay? when people hurt you or take advantage of you. Also, there are some mental conditions uh, or events that can create or exacerbate trust issues. And so our mental health affects how we see ourselves in our relationships with others. And if we allow these relationships or these situations in our past to affect our future, it can have a huge impact on our relationships. The more relationships sometimes in our past that are broken makes it harder to trust other people, connect with other people, have meaningful relationships. It can, it can affect your friendships, your marriage relationships. I see so many marriages that struggle because one or both people have been hurt in the past, they've been scarred, and they carry those trust issues into their marriage. Or maybe it's your current 
marriage relationship where trust has been broken in the past. What may be worse than any of this is that when you have issues trusting other people, when I have trust issues, I tend to be on the defensive all the time. And then there is a subconscious tendency to hurt other people before they can hurt you. You ever heard? Hurt people do what? Yeah. And this is Andrew's issue and why he became a con man. And so after outrunning Hans and Hans or the Hansai as they call them, they duck into a church to blend into a, ca- a crowd and they are mistaken as the interim pastor. And because Andrew has this general mistrust of people and since in his mind, nobody's trustworthy, he decides to run a con on the church and steal the building fund money. And so having to preach sermons month after month, his wife, Denise, actually learned something from his sermons. Take a look at this. You messed up. Unlikely. The building fund? And don't lie to me. What are you talking about? Come on, Andrew, you can't con me. They know. That's impossible. They certainly suspect. Suspicion and knowing are two different things. I specialize in eliminating suspicion, remember? Mistakes are more your specialty. Just ask the Hanses. It's Hansai, and that was low. But true? You dragged me down this road, Andrew Bryant. Or have you changed your last name to Hopkins now? Pastor. I will not apologize for doing what I have to do to keep you safe. Oh, okay. So this is for me. How thoughtful. We're almost done here. We'll make our exit, pay off the Hansi scheme, and then we're free. Back to a life on the run. You know you made me lie to Rachel. We lied to everyone, First Lady Hopkins. How much did you take? Enough. Give me a straight answer. You knew what I was when you married me. When we pay off the Hanses, I want out. I'm done. It's Hansai, and you can't leave me. We're a team. No, no, we have never been a team. It's always me following your lead. And where has that gotten us, huh? Into the lives of some really genuine people, and we're about to devastate them. That's always been the con. No. We con bad people. These aren't bad people. Everyone is bad people given the right circumstances. Have you even been listening to what you've been preaching? Hmm? Because I have. And Pastor Hopkins has taught me that, yeah, people are messed up, but that God can fix them. And these people have taught me that it's okay to trust and that not everyone has a knife waiting behind their backs. Apparently, you're the exception. What? No great words of wisdom, Pastor? I'm not surprised. Because Andrew Bryant is shallow and only out for himself. I hope you enjoy his company. And so he finds himself in a place where people around him that are trustworthy, and even though they're trustworthy, he has found himself hurting them. 
And that's very easy to do because when you have had these experiences where your trust has been repeatedly broken, it's easy to feel like, end up feeling like everybody's out to get you. And then you want to keep from being hurt and therefore you hurt them before they can hurt you. And so here's the question that we have to wrestle with today. How do we overcome our trust issues? We know not trusting other people, it harms us and it harms other people. It keeps us from meaningful relationships because we're so on the defensive. So here's our question, how? How do we overcome any trust issues that we have? Because trusting other people is not easier. And the closer the relationship and the more you have to make yourself vulnerable, harder the harder it can be. You see, trust doesn't just involve, you know, believing other people are reliable, you've got to make yourself vulnerable. And if you believe that other people are going to live up to your expectations and, and help you or, and, and actually be there for you, that can be a very scary, scary place. And not everybody is prepared to make themselves vulnerable because honestly, eventually somebody's always going to let you down because let's face it, humans, we're flawed. You're flawed. I'm flawed. We're all gonna let somebody down. We've all been let down by somebody. And so the first thing that we have to do is to acknowledge that all of us are messed up. Romans 3.23 says, for all have sins, we all messed up and have fallen short of God's expectations of us. We, ourselves, we will prove ourselves unworthy of other people's trust. It's a fact of life. Now, this is not a, a reason to, re, to not have relationships, to not trust people. In fact, this actually helps us set our expectations because sometimes we feel betrayed or we feel like trust is broken because we expect other people to be perfect. See, anytime we put our full trust in another human being, I'm telling you, you're gonna be disappointed at some point. Because God is the only one that actually deserves our full trust. He's the only one that will never break your trust. Now, at the same time, we expect other people to be honest and to fulfill you know, their, their promises. But again, this is not to avoid relationships altogether. So the question that becomes, how do we trust people when people are so flawed and they are so apt to let you down? The good news is that God doesn't just leave us with that question unanswered. In all through the Bible, there is advice and there is instruction on how to trust others even after we get hurt, all right? And one of those is Psalm 119.6. And it says, the Lord is with me and I won't be afraid. Well, Micah, that's, that's great. God's with me. I trust God. It's not God that's a problem. It's that I don't trust people. And trust me, I hear you. However, hang in there because putting your trust in God is the context for this next line that says, so what can mere mortals do to me? Amen. If you trust God, what is it that man could even do to trust you? I mean, to hurt you. This is what I want you to go home with today. When you truly trust God, it's easier to trust people, okay? When you truly trust in God, then you are not afraid and it's easier to trust people. Now, 
you trust that no matter what men do to you, God is always there, he's faithful, he is true, and he's trustworthy to go through, with you, with, through everything with you. When you trust God, you know that he has you. And when you understand that God is on your side, that he's looking out for you, that he's, that he's there with you regardless of what happens, it's easier to handle disappointments or even betrayal with other people. Because you see, when I trust God first, uh, more than others or even more than myself, when I trust God first, in response, I am free to trust other people. You see, God, I believe that God is sovereign, that he works on the behalf of his children. And when the fear of trusting others is matched up with that, I can overcome that. Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who loves him, who've been called according to his purpose. When I understand this, when you understand this, no matter what happens, he's gonna walk through it with you and it's gonna turn out for your good. It's so much easier to trust other people. It removes my fear of trust because I know even if I'm betrayed, even if they put a knife in my back, God will never forsake me. That's why the writer of Hebrews says this. He says, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. And because of that, we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? They quote the Psalm that we looked at. Yes, people are flawed. We're each flawed. We'll hurt other people, other people will hurt us. That's just part of life. You can't shut everybody out because of that. And when we do shut everybody out because we're afraid to get hurt, we end up playing the hypocrite. Well, how am I him a hypocrite? Because you're just as capable. And when you have trust issues, even more so capable of hurting those around you as they are hurting you. Back to the story, Andrew thought he was protecting himself and his heart, but in reality, he was hurting people around him that trusted him. Take a look at this. Oh, Pastor! Uh, what, what, what are you doing here? Alone. In the dark. I needed some space to think. I can't bring myself to go inside. Okay. You are one strange bird. Uh, okay. You're always around, but you won't commit to actually doing anything. You're stuck waiting for this cosmic sign from heaven. But he won't take the opportunities that he has right in front of you. Well, tell me how you really feel. Just growing tired of the lies and hypocrisy. How am I a hypocrite? No, 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 not you. This whole church thing. When I walked into this church, everyone was so focused on what they needed, what they wanted. The staff was actually arguing over, over sound cords and, and glitter. Well, yeah, but I mean, look at them now. They're, they're bringing people. They're... They're helping the community. Because we set a time and a place for them to do it. You can't put so much trust in people, Rachel. Or you end up hurt every time. Sure, people are gonna hurt you. 
I mean, that's the messiness of life. But they'll also, they'll bless you. They'll heal you. They'll, they'll be there for you. And they'll let you down without fail. So you can't let people in because you're afraid they're going to hurt you. But then you expect everyone to let you in without question? We let God use you to bring healing to our lives, to this church, to our community. We took a risk on you. We trusted you. Why can't you do the same? So, here is the hard reality. If we expect other people to trust us, which we all want, if we expect them to trust us in any manner, it is required that we have to trust other people because we are just as likely to let other people down as they are to let us down. We're all flawed. We're all, we all fall short of what God expects of us. And the only answer to this predicament, the only answer is this, is that we have to trust God enough to let our guard down, to be vulnerable, and to trust other people. But only because we know that God's got you. God's got you. Even if somebody does put a knife in my back, even if somebody does hurt me, it actually ends up for my good. If I follow Jesus and, and continue to trust him, anything that the world has, anything that evil has for me is going to turn around for my good. And that confidence is the confidence we have to walk in. So that brings us to where if we are really contemplating our own flaws and where we fall short, we've got to also give other people the same grace, the same allowances that we would like for people to give us. Now, understand, I'm not saying that there are not people that have not earned your distrust. There are people you should not trust. What I'm talking about is it, your outlook in general. Are we trusting in general or are we afraid? Do we live in fear? Do we hold ourselves at arm's distance from other people that you need or that might need you? Or do we in general trust people because we depend on and trust God? You see, that's what a true follower of Jesus does. That's what a true brother does. Take a look at this. This morning, I would like to share with you something that's been weighing heavily upon my heart. My very first Sunday with you all, I taught on friendship. But what I failed to understand then, what I've come to learn now, What's most important is what a good brother is. All my life, I learned how to be a, a friend. One who could smile with you, one who could laugh with you. But when it came to being a brother, to walk through the hardships, I'd be the first to cut and run. I let my past control my future. I hurt a lot of people, including you all. 
I have a confession to make. I... We have a confession to make. We're not who we say we are. Seeking. My name is Andrew Bryant, and I'm not a pastor. I never have been. We took advantage of a mistaken identity. And we've been stealing money from you all. I was going to do this privately, but we need to do this in front of you. Hang on a minute. We'll be right back. You're not going to get out of it this time, pastor. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. We've got your money. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll take you to it. Well, is the money. And so, here is my challenge for you today. As Andrew said, don't let your past control your future. Yes, you may have been hurt in your past and it, you may have what you feel like is good reason to not trust people. However, to understand, first of all, that you're not only hurting yourself by maintaining any trust issues that we have, you're also hurting the people that are around you. The people that, oh yeah, even though they may just be as flawed as you, they need you. And if we let those past hurts, those past betrayals, if we let those taint our trust of people in the future, it actually becomes this downward spiral because there is a situation where you don't trust people and so instead you hurt them. You don't trust them and so they don't trust you. But at some point, we have to actually break that cycle. And the thing that we have to keep close to us is that if you follow Jesus, the scriptures that you trust so much state that if God's for you, who can be against you? Which leaves us with this freedom to be there for other people. And sometimes, just sometimes, people may surprise you. Because in the movie, this congregation, they have every reason in the world to not trust Andrew and Denise, but they decide to step up and to go and to rescue them from the Han's eye. Let's take a peek. Surrounded, brother! Denise, go! You, you weirdo religious friends. They don't know what they just got into. You better get out of here before the cops get here. Brother, maybe we should take the money and go. I have already two strikes. <laughs> I think there's more of them. Seems you have a, a rat problem, Andrew. They're squirrels. Yeah, you're the rat. Oh, well, don't you lecture me about being a rat. You're the one who gave us fake money. You think you're going to chase us away with a squirrel? Ha! Think again, Andrew. You know, 
Shurakame and Kanisa. At least Hans and I, we know who we are. We don't know who you are. And if you did, you would trust yourself. And if you trusted yourself, you'd trust others. She doesn't even trust you because you don't trust you. Came for you, brother. But we, but we need you in the family. All right. Did I miss everything? <laughs> <laughs> uh, will you stand with me? <laughs> 